WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back. Yeah, after a week, we're back already. It, it seems like we were just at the state farmer's market, and the sun was shining, and all of that. But, and drinking uh, a slushy. Drinking a I don't think I got... Oh, yes, I did. That Well, that wasn't a slushy. That was that was a lemonade, orangeade, lemonade, orangeade combination. Let's put this a lot of fruit. Good. Had a lot of fruit in it, too, yeah. didn't it? It was almost hard to drink. It had so much fruit in it. It was uh, it was more edible than drinkable, I think. So we had such a. It's like going to the state fair to, in some respects out at the state farmers market, especially on a Saturday when there's so many people there. But uh, go out and support your local farmers. Uh, Nelson Cox is with us. The first name, uh, first thing you heard there was Rufus Edmonds. Of course, everybody knows Rufus's voice. Former Attorney General and Secretary of State and the uh, former deputy counsel on the chief, uh, the uh, chief deputy counsel on the Senate Watergate Committee, and the Secretary General of Gardening, and he is a and good an attorney lady. in good standing with the Bar Association. Haven't been disbarred yet. Well, <laughs> good, good. I doubt you will. But Nelson Cox uh, is uh, sort of a farmer too. I'd say. I mean, you, you got a farm, and you have to go out to the farm all the time. You mow a lot. I do. I'm a wannabe farmer. But you you harvest crops, too. I do. I do. I love to grow stuff. I love to harvest it, uh, share it, process it, freeze it, can it. I was up till 10, 10.30 last night canning salsa. Mm. And um, a lot of work. <laughs> I'd love for you to share it, too, now. Salsa? Huh. Yep. I don't think Melissa's ever made that. We, we're not big salsa Eaters, but my I guess my kids like it a lot. Well, we should. I did a different recipe. It wasn't. It's not fresh. I mean, I say fresh salsa, like raw. It's um, you know, I canned it basically, so uh. I had to heat it, saute it, whatever. So kind of lose some of the fresh, crisp right. taste. But um, I'm excited to try it. I put peaches in it too. Oh my gosh! Peaches. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting combination. Yep. So lots of bell peppers, lots of onions. Um, I did maybe three um, poblanos, seven jalapenos, probably 12 um, bell peppers, red uh, Marconi peppers, and um, 
and of course tomatoes. So I ended up scoring and uh, blanching about 21 cups of um, tomatoes. So we made a couple batches. My buddy Judy Stevenson in Fuquay, um, which I have to give her, I don't have to give her a shout out, but I have to say I love the stuff she does. She loves gardening, growing cut flowers. Uh, she has a beautiful yard, cuts a lot of flowers out of her yard. Last week she delivered 18 arrangements to local um, nursing homes. And um, and then she came to the garden hut yesterday and um, cut a bunch of my zinnias that are in my tomato patch for pollinating. I use it as pollinators. And um, so she's going to process those today and take them to some other garden uh, nursing homes. So, um, but anyway, she and I tag teamed on doing salsa last night. And uh, these are just to give you an idea. These are some of the poblanos. They've got a little heat. Um, I think my jalapenos aren't too, too hot right now, but uh, she does no heat, zero. So her batch was um, was no heat, and my batch was. <laughs> no heat. <laughs> you got to have heat. Bring the heat. <laughs> hey, and uh, Miss, Miss Ann is with us this morning, of course. You doing all right, Miss Ann? Uh, I, I think I am. And we got another uh, farmer on the phone here. The farmer on the phone. The farmer, farmer on the phone. Johnny phone. Co- here comes hey, the farmer's on the phone. Johnny Coley is with us. Johnny, uh, how about that? Got a nice little singing introduction. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I think you're just thrilled. Oh, he was really excited about that. It was was very good. I'm sorry. Uh, Coffee's got to kick in this morning. There we go. A little dreary over here in Creemore this morning. I woke up to the sound of of rain hitting the the tin roof. So it was... um, Sort of a good sound to wake up to. We were, we were sort of. We don't. We <clears throat> haven't had much rain in in Raleigh. I'll tell you. Yeah. We need it. Yeah. Too. What about? I mean, what about in Roxboro and and um, and Creedmoor area, Oxford? Well, we were. Yeah, we were beginning to to need some this time of year. Uh, rain is always welcome because it, it dries out so quickly. But it sure does. Um, we were supposed to. I think Tuesday they were calling for an all day rain, and uh, we we didn't get much from that. So. We're um we're thankful to to get this today and uh, maybe the pastures will will come back out a little bit and and be ready for fall. Is that some your cows told you? <laughs> yeah. Took him a second. I, I, no, I, I think he was talking about the pastor of the Baptist Church. I didn't know if he. I didn't, which were you talking about, Johnny? <laughs> the pasture, not the pastor. Uh, well, this could go on. We could start talking about Louis Pasteur. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could we could go with this all day. Yeah, yeah. So uh, go all kinds of places. All your animals okay? Everybody's fine. Everybody's um. Doing, yeah. You got a goose. You got a peacock. Got that, yeah, I've got a couple of peacocks. They're actually one of them is actually beginning to lose their tail feathers already, which is always the sign of the end of summer, which we're here in, in August. And um, well, that's fine uh, with me. Be a little confused. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, usually it's the end of September uh, before they start doing that, but uh, this one decided to start dropping his early for some reason. Well, you save them, don't you, for for your wife's hat? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would kind of weight you down, wouldn't it? To have a hat with tail feathers like that. 
<laughs> we uh yeah we do we do say well, my um niece has a cat that loves to play with them that's uh one of the biggest <laughs> oh yeah yeah uh, we used to have, when we had the nursery we had people buy them for their cats too mm-hmm. that, uh, they, that's a great place well rufus you could sell some some of those flowers at your little stand there in front of your house oh that yeah that thing's coming along all right <laughs> Sell tomatoes. Do you have any tomatoes, by the way, Rufus? I have one pitiful little little thing that survived the uh, Gerald's lightning, and the rest of them took the blight. And I just said, "Okay, I'm going to depend on Gerald and Nelson to give me a tomato here and there." Mm-hmm. I wonder what in the world, Nelson. What what's what is Rufus doing wrong? What are so many of us doing wrong? I mean, Gerald's had the problem too. Yeah, um, I probably had maybe half a dozen go down um which was very early um so i've had the best tomato season i've ever had period so well, I don't it looks know. like it in front of you there yeah i mean it a couple I of those are I half a pound oh no more than that they are big Three quarters to a pound uh this is big zach big, big zach big zach yeah but um I think my mom may be listening, um, but she's like, Lord, why did you plant so many tomatoes? And she's, you know, at first it was cute because she'd go up there in the morning, see if they grew, go up there at lunch, see if they grew, go up there in the afternoon, see if they grew. I was like, I just don't think they're doing well. They're just not producing. And somehow, and and they were much later this year. We still have several green ones. They're more of the dwarf variety or patio variety. Uh, that are green and turning, but like even these Rufus, they and those are like three quarters of a pound pound. Um, there's like twenty to twenty five on every plant. It's insane. Wow. Um, so this wow. is kind of my second wave of tomatoes, and uh, they have been plentiful. I, I assure you. So, you know, I'm not sure what you did wrong. I, I we haven't watered. I think I think we may have watered some on the farm like one time. But we've had rain at the perfect time. Um, I feel like we've had cooler weather than 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 normal for this time of year. We've had a few hot days, a couple stretches of of you know dryness, and and my tomatoes are going down very quickly. Um, just as of, I mean, last Sunday you couldn't have told that, but when I went in Thursday, um, you can see they're starting to go down. But you know, I just um, I keep the the tomato tone to them and um i've been spraying deer spray and rabbit spray um and i certainly let let the the bottom feeders the rabbits and stuff have several but um i don't know we just had a good year Uh, johnny you hearing about a lot of problems with tomatoes up there you're getting a lot of calls i mean do you have a tomato crop yourself uh well we did plant a few. I shouldn't say we. My wife planted a few in the in the raised. Uh, it sounds like your wife does all the work <laughs> there. <laughs> well, <laughs> probably. Uh, she she does quite a bit. But uh, anyway, yeah, she loves the Cherokee purple, and uh, oh yeah, the easiest one to to raise. But she um she she does a good job of of raising those. But uh, yeah, I mean, early blight is always uh, one that it takes down in the home garden, but. I think, and I heard Gerald say this several years ago, that planting a a, a large variety of um, of tomatoes, you know, different varieties, and some years some do better than others. And 
Um, it is interesting that Nelson was saying it's her best best year because you know I think some people have had a had a good year, but then there are other ones that that have every year the uh, a problem. And you know sanitation is a big thing for tomatoes. You know, make sure you clean up the the dead leaves and cleaning up the the, the plants from the year before. Um, unfortunately, the the gravel wilt uh, or rhizotonia gets in the soil, and that's that much not much you can do for that. That's, right. that's a, a perennial problem in some areas that you just have to change the area that you're that you're growing your tomatoes. But um, overall, it's been sort of I'd say an average year. Um, again, Nelsa <clears throat> was keeping the, the tomato tone on hers. That's that's the thing that a lot of people don't do when they start producing fruit. You, I mean, that, that takes a lot of energy for those plants, so you really do need to keep the fertilizer on them to keep them going and keep them strong. And that keeps them from getting a lot of the diseases or keeps the some of the diseases at bay. They can grow through it um, and, and by keeping them keeping the plants healthy. So yeah, that's, uh, that's and, a big key. and I typically will throw a little um, calcium nitrate. Um, I did not do that this year. It was pretty much strictly tomato tone. Um, but I will say I had one of my gardens plowed under, like new new soil has rested for 25, 30 years, and that's been a very great producing row versus my tomatoes at the garden hut I think this is either my fifth or sixth year kind of in that my upper parking lot um and there's there's probably 40 45 tomatoes maybe 50 um did not produce as well now you know again are they planted in the exact same spot as last year maybe maybe not i mean it's just a stab and a poke <clears throat> they're in there with angel trumpets and mimosas and conifers and a perennial hibiscus but um you know the smaller ones have done better um like the sun golds um which we're gonna have a tomato tasting here in a little bit i have i think six or seven small little tomatoes but um yeah i just have been very fortunate and blessed um the farm tomatoes have really pulled through and and i needed that i really needed that i was about to give up <laughs> well, I'm going to make a yeah, confession that's, that's here farming johnny i did that's not clean farming. i did not wash out my pots maybe that it's part of the problem. I'm, I'm growing all in in pots now because I, I don't have a square inch that hasn't had a tomato in it for over the past 30 years. So I'm growing in pots, and I didn't wash them out this year. Lazy. Now you have to you have to put Clorox or something like that in chlorine in them to. I mean, I think if you did them. like a 10% solution of of Clorox in in pots or containers and. Certainly, if you had issues with the soil, you may have to um, purge that soil, take it to a, duff, a different area, and start with new soil. Uh, my my raised bed gardens uh, have done quite well, and I've had the best cantaloupe ever. And I'm I've had some really good cantaloupe this year, and I only planted two. Oh wow! So um, they just hands down, uh, both staff and a couple friends, my mother, um, we just say this is like the year of the best cantaloupe so good they're firm but they're so sweet yeah so and it was an heirloom variety i can't think of the name of it but came up there from the roxborough area from jmb herb farm yeah oh so can we still plant fall tomatoes is it too late to put more plants in pushing it late now it's pretty late 
Um, I've not had good success. I, th- I think if you, I think even if you plant as late as July fifteenth, it's tough. Mm. I mean, you'll get a few, but you know, planting in August, I, I think, I think not. I think folks are starting to. I, I'm going in today after work. Um, I'll start pulling a few tomatoes, but um, I'm going to probably do a little more cabbage and broccoli this year. So um, that's that's kind of my goal. Speaking mm-hmm. of cantaloupes, about ten years ago, I had the best cantaloupe from Burpee, Burpee Hybrid Ambrosia. Okay, best cantaloupe I ever had. I grew. My grandfather grew ambrosias every year. Yeah, were good. But I'm telling you, something about the ones this year so good. Now, I know Craig LaHulia uses a lot of straw bales for mm-hmm. his tomatoes. I don't think he grows any in the ground. I'm sure there he uses containers too, and uh, he's had really good good luck. We we've got he's coming on next week. Uh, he was on with us early in the summer, and he's um, he's adjusting to mm-hmm. the uh, the mountain conditions for yeah. growing tomatoes, which are a little bit different. Well, I've got a buddy, Mike. Uh, he worked with us three or four years, and uh, excuse me, he still comes in as a customer, but. Um, this year, he was determined to have um, just, you know, bumper crop tomato year. And uh, I shared some of my tomatoes with him, uh, some of the ones. Well, my mother actually seeded them for me, but one of them was pork chop. Mm. So he brought me one um, a couple days ago. Uh, and there was another I'd rather one. have the pork chop. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my tomato, God. It was a beautiful tomato, beautiful tomato, half I'm pound. Sure it was, but. Yellow with a uh, little red striping, a little bit like pineapple, but... Um, more distinctive um, variation, or uh, so. Anyway, um, he said he planted some on the east side, the west side, the south side, and even kind of the northern side. Just where are my tomatoes growing? So he, he really rotated where he plants tomatoes versus one of the same areas where he's just flip flopping back and forth. So I I think you know again um, he and I have a similar success story this year because we used some new soil, new areas that, you know, had not been planted. So, How about that? Uh, 919-860-9783. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. We'd love to hear from you. Nelson Cox is with us. Johnny Coley, extension agent in person in Granville County. Brother Rufus, Miss Ann here on the WPTF. Weekend Gardener is 824. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. All righty, we're back. 829, Brother Rufus, Miss Ann, Nelsa Cox, owner of the Garden Hut in Fuquay Varina, and uh, Johnny Coley, who is an extension agent in Granville and Person County. You got any uh, thing going on? We only got about 30 seconds at the uh, Garden Hut. Well, we actually do. We are having a um, pottery sale, our outdoor oh. ceramic pottery. Um, we started that, uh, I guess, Tuesday and doing very well, but there's still a lot of beautiful great pots out there. So they're they're 50% off. Um, Golly. Yeah. That's so some good stuff up there, it too. It truly is. And we, we also had a perennial sale or have a perennial sale, five or more. We've really run, have run through a lot this week, but okay. good stuff. We'll talk more about it after the news, uh, along with your calls here on WPTF. 
Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF with uh, Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayleigh here along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston and uh, Johnny Coley and Miss Nelson, Nelson <coughs> Cox, owner of the Garden Hut. Anything you wanted to add about your sale out there? You've got um, the containers those beautiful pottery containers outdoor containers rufus was talking about one is that on sale too that has the uh, lighting effect or bird bird bath with a, a light underneath it it shines up through at nighttime it's the most gorgeous thing in the world mm. we are actually out of those we we have more so. on, yeah we have more on order we're out of, i think we have like two or three ceramic bird baths left period but but none of of the solar stuff um but I mean, they're frostproof, um, so they're, oh, they're heavy that's duty. The, that's important. Very important. Very important. Again, it's our outdoor pottery, so it, it will weather uh, all twelve months here in North Carolina. Um, and just some beautiful pieces. I mean, you can consider it a piece of art, uh, something to add to a patio, a deck. Um, you know, even out in a, a mixed border. Um, so, but it, you know, it's a great deal. Uh, there's still some large ones left. Uh, there's several sizes colors shapes um so you know we're open on saturdays till three we'd love to have you come out um we also have lots of beautiful shrubs uh fresh stuff hydrangeas hydrangeas even the mops are still flowering isn't that something oh yeah it's just uh they, they've just caught on some everybody has yeah. different so many different and there's so many different varieties absolutely i feel like it's been like a later year i feel like we were kind of mild and and uh cool we didn't jump right into the heat this year right back in may and june and we and didn't lose a lot of buds from the true hydrangeas. true true so um you know between hydrangeas and butterfly bushes and crepe myrtles and uh, hibiscus and uh, beautiful summer flowering perennials um you know, I feel we're, for this time of year, fairly well stocked. Um, but uh, Mark and I um, will be headed to the JOCO, the Johnston County Nurseryman Show that's at the fairgrounds this week. Um, kind of, you know, look at all the nurseries and, and see what kind of plants. I think it's been a great growing season for growers. Um, I went to a nursery last week for one of their open houses. I'm going to another one uh, this coming next month and so we're just trying to pull in some plant material find some great stuff for, for folks we got a couple of people from uh, a couple of listeners from johnston county with us so let's mm -hmm. go to archer's lodge and, and uh, first of all i'm mary lynn hi there hey how can we help you today well my question first question anyway is about iris is this the time to dig them up separate them and them I hope so. Yep. Yep. <laughs> July is a perfect month. Mm -hmm. I know we're into August, but you're not too late. Okay. And my next question, can I do the same for gladiolus? You can. Yeah, I still see gladiolus <laughs> blooming, some of them. Th there are. We still have a few in our front landscape, but most of them have gone down. Uh, but, yes, you absolutely can. Somebody in my neighborhood has a bright, some that are the brightest orange. Mm. I don't know. Well, Mine hmm. was pretty glorious this year, but it's already done, and uh -huh. I want to move it from where it is. And if there's more than one, I want to separate them out and, you know, propagate. Good for you. Okay. So yeah. I'm going to send some of my iris rhizomes to my sisters because these rhizomes came from my grandmother. They must wow, wonderful. At least 
100 years old. My goodness. Wonderful, wonderful. He brought them to her first home when she married, and so they were in her family already. Wonderful. And that sounds like something Rufus would do. Well, I've got I've got some from my mother. So they're, they're not quite that old, Mary Lynn, but they're going on they're going on seventy five years old. Well, these these have been around a long time, and I have seriously neglected them for several years, and they have thrived anyway. Yeah, they don't like and, to go much over five years without dividing. Well, <laughs> I won't tell you how long it's been then. But I did a, a pretty good job of separating a bunch of them, and I grew them in containers. I have horses, so I have a lot of old, rusted-out horse water troughs. They're deep, and I put in 100 gallons of soil, and they grew in those just fine. And I could, you know, keep them weeded and all that, water them and take care of them. So they're luxurious now. And I'm going to try to send some of those to St. Simon's Island, Georgia. Wow. And wow. How about sending me with them, Mary Lynn? <laughs> could, you, could you manage that? And sending some to West Texas to my sister there. Oh. And, uh, Does she live in Lubbock? No, she's between the Lubbock area and the Dallas area in that great big open, empty, high-rolling plain. Yeah, so I'm a big a Buddy high Holly high. fan. Well, okay. That's where Rhonda Garrison was from, too. was where Buddy Holly lived for a few years. Uh, big Buddy Holly monument and all uh, that. I bet so. Everybody wants to claim him. He's He was <laughs> yeah. uh, a genius. Well, he was. But anyway, I, is it okay to ship them? I mean, will they ship okay? Paper bag? In a box? Well, technically, I probably can't answer that question. Um, I mean... Because it it would need to be soilless, right. um, washed, sterilized, and technically you'd have to pull a permit um, really? from the Department of Agriculture. But um, we'll just pretend you didn't ask. That's right, and okay. and we we also have a lawyer present, so anything that you say can be used against you. Well, I think okay. for a little personal use, it's like making making a little wine for yourself is okay. Right, and of course you know the nurseries they they send everything that way. I've ordered a lot of. Yeah. Irises and things from nurseries. But we don't know anything about it, really. But, like but, it, but it comes with the certified certificate right. from their state. Yeah. Saying that it's not, yeah. not pests in it. Yeah. Well, but th- this time of year, they could rot if you don't have them totally dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I won't dig them today then. No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get out there and do much anything today, I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for your help and information. I love listening to you all over the Changes in my life have precluded me listening till now. Maybe I can come back and get more in the habit now that I've retired. Yeah. Well, you've. How long have you been listening? Well, we've lived in the North Carolina area for thirty something years. Yeah, we've been. We've been on the, this show has been on for thirty six over thirty six years now, almost thirty seven. Well, I've, I've we've listened since we've lived here and then life changes came along and yeah. weren't able and, and now well i'm glad you're back with us and i hope you call us more well perhaps i will i do enjoy listening yes ma'am we're always here for you helping me out yes ma'am bye bye-bye let's stay in johnston county and head to benson hey rose Rhodes. how are you doing what are you doing in benson I'm not. I'm in Princeton. Oh, okay. Well, that was Jason. Jason, <laughs> you really had Jason had you in Benson. <laughs> I don't go south much. So, uh, Iris is uh, send, sending Iris's. We don't want to get too deep into this, but 
she she would need to dry them. Anything else before transporting our previous caller? Oh, on Iris? Yeah, she wants to send some to her sister in West Texas. Look, Ms. Powell, who had Powell's nursery in print. Miss Lolita. Lolita Powell. <laughs> she, she sent them all over the world, and mm. she would just dig them up, let them dry out, and package them up and just package them up and send them. Of course, she had a permit. She, she did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Got to have all God's children. Got to have a permit. I have my own personal Lolita Powell story. Okay, I'd like to hear it. Okay, so I was probably nineteen or twenty. You do the math. I'm fifty-seven and a half. Um, Went to her nursery on a Sunday uh, during May and uh, one of her open houses, and uh, as her husband was alive at that time, and. It was probably about 10 minutes till 12, and you could see her and her husband out there in the garden, and you know, hoe in hand, and uh, there was a van parked beside me, and I can't remember their names. I, I kept, they were customers of mine for years, but they moved away, but um, started to get out of my truck, and, and the lady put her window down, and she said, excuse me, young lady, I was a young lady then, she said, <laughs> don't, don't cross over that border, she said, that it is it is still god's time it is not 12 o'clock she said they will get all over you i was like oh my <laughs> so i waited and there was somebody else that pulled up and uh i guess they went in and sure enough they they kind of said we're not open till 12 and you know it was like five till but anyway i went in and i was picking hostas and um the way she did it is if it was a 15 dollar hosta but there were three you know, slips in in one gallon plant. She told them it was forty five dollars, and they're like, "What?" I thought it was fifteen, so I was like backed out of the line very slowly with my three plants because I had picked one that had like five or six bibs in it. Right. Backed up, went and found singles, and so I got into line, and and uh, I ended up writing her a check, and she she liked my name, and she asked me about it, and had this you know conversation. I told her I'd just bought. Well, I think I must have been older than that because I, no, no, no. I told her about my name and all that. So every year I would go back. And when I was about 23, bought my first house. And um, she, were, you know, we we knew each other for those three or four years. And so one day in my new house, I received a box of plants from Miss Lolita Powell with the sweetest note. And she said, Dear Nelson, you know how I always have loved your name. And here you are in your first home. She said, I have been cleaning out the back 40, and I would like for you to have these plants. And it was full of bare root hostas and perennials, all kinds of stuff. And I just treasured that forever. Wasn't that wonderful? Yes, ma'am. She was a giver, not a taker. That's right. Uh, And she could grow the most beautiful vegetables in her garden, too. Oh, Oh, yes. Do you like gladiolas, Rose? Oh, yes. I have some that I found out. We bought a farm somewhere down the road and at the end of a patch at the end of the tobacco field one day i saw this beautiful glad oh. and i went back later and dug it up and i still have it probably wow. 30 or 40 years ago wonderful well maybe not 40 <laughs> who knows who knows yeah well rose i want to tell you that finally the gardenia has rooted in oh wonderful I'm so happy <laughs> finally this was uh, gardenia cutting in water. Gardenia That's cutting right. in water, and I thought I'd never get it done, but it's got a good set of roots on it now, and I'm going to probably put it in the shade 
Well, don't put it in that tomato soil. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I found. I read something about dicotium. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. It says if you'll plant that, like I've already have some that have germinated, and then this fall, before they turn brown, before frost, incorporate them into the soil, and then next spring plant your tomatoes, and you'll be disease-free, except mm. for airborne. Hmm. Have you ever heard of that? No. I haven't. <laughs> I'm trying it. Well, let me tell you another Miss Lolita story. I was down there one time getting some irises, and this real uh, stout woman was there. Who? Why are you looking at me? My, my, she she would talk. To, <laughs> she'd dress out. You're about, the most mischievous yeah, one. She'd dress out about three hundred, I think. Oh Lord! Miss Lolita said, "I never will understand why people can't control what they put in their mouth." <laughs> Not there's not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> well she always expected the best from people, and she was my English teacher, and just the most wonderful teacher. Well, and you know her daughter, Miss Angela French, lives yeah. in Fuquay now, right? So I guess everybody this, lives in Fuquay. I know. It seems like the center of the world. Bones McKinney lived there at one time. Wow. With his his, uh, I guess his. Children. He must have had some children there. Yeah, I have a four o'clock. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he just randomly picked Fuquay, but you know, it's. Uh... <laughs> so you've got some four o'clocks, did you yes, say? Angela gave me some seed. Okay. And that is so fragrant in the afternoon. I couldn't believe it. Well, you better watch out because they'll take over. <laughs> <laughs> well, they don't have room to take over here because <laughs> everything's so. It's like a jungle. Well, I know. I think uh, everybody at this table has has that problem. I certainly <laughs> certainly do. But, but I uh, did want to tell you about my my tomatoes. They will not. The pistol will not open, so it can accept pollen. Hmm. And I always hand pollinate my special tomatoes. And this year, I've only had three tomatoes on oh, wow. two, on uh, two plants. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know what that problem is. Wow. And you can take your finger and try to open the pistol, and there's no, it just does not want to open. Good gracious. Well, I don't know. Tomatoes, I think, are probably the hardest crop to grow. And I used to think they were easy. Well, let me ask this. Did you grow your tomatoes from seed? I bought those two plants. Okay. And what kind of tomatoes were they? I have forgotten. (laughs) My, My brain is short. Yeah. Yeah, but there's so many different varieties now. True. I know. So anyway, I have I, the only tomatoes I have are those little cherry tomatoes, and they're prolific. Yeah. Yeah, I think most people have luck. Yes. With with the uh, sun golds and uh, a lot of the other types of right. of uh, cherry tomatoes and so forth. But anyway, I'm still happy, if, even if I don't have those huge tomatoes. Well. I appreciate you calling. Yeah, thank you for being here. And I've, I've been listening to you for 37 years. Oh, my gosh. Good, good thank number. you. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Plant, plant Propagation, a primer, Rose Rhodes. It's on uh, Amazon. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, that's uh, the time to – it's soon be too late to propagate unless you do winter. So you can still propagate. I'm still putting – I propagated some stuff yesterday. Yeah. Well, I gave a bunch of plants yesterday to the Fuqua Verena High School – uh, their little sweet young horticulturalist teacher 
said that during COVID, uh, you know, they're in a new facility, a new building. Yeah, snazzy. Um, but she had, I guess, last year went ahead before COVID hit and moved stuff into this brand new greenhouse, all this. And um, when COVID hit and they shut down, they would not even let her go to her office to retrieve her own house plants. And they they would not let her water any of the plants. So everything dried up and died. That's terrible. So I gave her, she want, you know, I gave her like, I don't know, eight or ten uh, spider plants that had, gosh, each one of them had eight, ten, twelve babies on them for the kids to start propagating. Uh, we gave her hens and chicks, all kinds of other stuff. And uh, as soon as she left, Willow Springs called me. I guess she called them, and so. Uh-huh. <laughs> so word gets around. Yeah. That's right. But they have a new, a brand new greenhouse, and I think she's helping with that. So we're we're happy to help. Well, they'll be very appreciative and uh, new customers coming to right. the garden hut well I'm sure. and you know they have a budget and um <clears throat> you know she's like well I, you know i can buy these but i just felt so bad that they wouldn't even let her water plants i, I mean know. yeah that's really terrible so i just like nah let's just donate these i mean you, you keep us in mind later but let's 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 get you on the right path right. back i'm so thrilled that they have horticulture in the high school yeah, there yeah in fuqua mm-hmm. and, and willow spring and all right but the rufus that I have rooted a Corlysia viburnum in water after we talked on the in the show. Oh my, Corlysia rooted. Yeah. How about that? In the water. You're a real master, yeah. Rose. That's a good fragrant one. Oh yeah. Oh gosh, it's wonderful. I have it by my back door, so mm. I can enjoy it. Well, you take care, Miss Rose. Thank you for being here. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for being hey. there. Bye bye. Bye. In Princeton, not Benson. Uh, More of the Weekend Gardener coming up on WPTF. We'll talk to Martha straight ahead. It's 8.53 on the Weekend Gardener. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 8.57. Martha is in Raleigh. She's with us. Hey, Martha. Hello. Yes, ma'am. This is, I could have Googled this, but you guys are so much more fun. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. We, try we appreciate to, that. Try to be I have um, a very novice gardener, and um, this year my I was so excited, my neighbor gave me a handful of his zinnia seeds because he just grows zinnias every year next to his vegetable garden, and I've just always loved them. So mine have done beautifully, but now they're looking like they have mildew on the leaves. Mm. Do I just say it's the end? Well, today's not going to help any. Well, true, true. (laughs) Um, I've tried not to water them too much. I think I've been pretty good about that. But are they? I know they're annuals, and they don't last forever. But they've been so pretty. I was wondering if there was anything I could do. Well, what I would just say is, I mean, go ahead and let the seed heads dry. They should self-sow themselves, or you can mm-hmm. uh, pluck the seed head and sprinkle the seeds out. Um, but you should have them for the rest of your time, because um, they will reseed and reseed and reseed. Um, but they'll you, reseed this year. Uh, well, they'll yeah, they will. They'll the try. Year. Yeah, they, they no, they actually will. You'll oh, see them coming up all fall, um, but then there'll still be some that will come up for next um, next spring. And what what plant are we talking about? Zinnias. Zinnias. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, annual zinnias. But yeah. they've been so pretty in the. So I can't really do anything about. I, I wouldn't worry about the powdery mildew. Okay. I, I've started also getting a touch this week. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it's not. It's yeah, humid. It's been it's exactly. been very humid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not much you can do about that this time of year. Well, I figured that, but I thought, well, I'd give it. I'd ask a question. Well, I'm glad you took the time to call us, Martha. Okay. Well, you guys have a wonderful morning in this in this drippy weather. Yes, ma'am. We shall. We're not outside this morning, thank goodness. I know. Mr. Okay. Curtis, let us inside. Okay. <laughs> Thank Bye-bye. you. Bye. Hey, by the way, uh, folks up, you were talking about Greensboro, your mother. Guilford Garden Center has our magazines, our weekend gardener magazines now. And uh, so we. I think Chuck is, I can't think of Chuck's last name, the owner of that, or maybe he sold it, but yeah. great garden center. Yeah, it is. And uh, if you want to, if you miss the show today or miss it any day, you can. Listen to all three hours wherever you get your podcasts, Apple or Google or, or wherever you can get those uh, those podcasts. One of the podcast things I have uh, always reminds me of them. I, Rufus and Ann's in my picture pops up. That's a little disconcerting. No, not, I mean, it's no, no problem with Rufus and Ann. Well, they're two, I, I don't two. like seeing myself like that. Well, there are two beautiful people there. A male and a female. Now, guess which male? <laughs> <laughs> More of the Weekend Gardener coming up.